Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a high school athlete pursuing a scholarship. With a wealth of experience to share, here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 216. I'm Brent Hanks, the owner and CEO of Recruit Me. This episode is called A Full Ride Scholarship Info Overload, Part 1 of 2. As I do some local Recruit Me seminars, I talk about scholarships and that very few student-athletes get a full-ride athletic scholarship. After the seminar, the comment I get the most from both student-athletes and their family is that they didn't know that everyone, especially in the main and most popular sports, didn't get a full-ride scholarship. I think most people think that athletics will pay for their college fully. As you will find out in this episode, athletics can pay fully for college, but it is rare percentage-wise. Here's an overview of college sports, and then I will talk about scholarship numbers available and how they work. College sports are governed by the NCAA, the National Collegiate Athletic Association, by the NAIA, the National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics, and the NJCAA, the National Junior College Athletic Association. The NCAA and NAIA are four-year schools, and the NJCAA, or JUCOs, are two-year schools. Within these governing bodies are a variety of levels and sports. Most people are familiar with the NCAA Division I schools and its programs and sports, but let's break down all the levels of Division I and their scholarship possibilities. The NCAA has three and a half levels of competitive play in a variety of sports. The NCAA is broken down into Division I, Division II, and Division Three, Like I said, most people see Division I on TV and think they know all about it. Division I is where everyone wants to play and compete. There are 350 colleges and universities with D1 sports and approximately 180,000 student-athletes participating, according to NCAA.org. That sounds like a lot, But with 7.2 million high school student-athletes, only 7% go from high school to all the NCAA sports at all three NCAA levels. Division I includes the half level I mentioned earlier. D1 football has two divisions of play. The Football Bowl Subdivision, the FBS, and the Football Championship Subdivision, the FCS. The difference is the number of scholarships available. Let's jump into the number of scholarships and some definitions. First, the definitions. A full athletic scholarship is one that the school pays for full tuition and fees, room and board, and course-related books. A scholarship is a yearly contract between a team and the student-athlete. If a school plans to reduce or not renew a student-athlete scholarship, then the school must notify the student-athlete in writing by July 1st before the next school year. There are headcount sports, and they are only in the Division I level. A headcount sport is a sport that always gives a full athletic scholarship or a full ride to a student-athlete. In the next episode, we will talk about full scholarships in the JUCO level. 
So in Division One, there are only six varsity college sports that give a full ride. And they are men's D1 basketball, men's D1 FBS football, women's D1 basketball, women's D1 gymnastics, women's D1 tennis, and women's D1 volleyball. Yes, that's the whole list of guaranteed full-ride scholarships. And to break down the headcount sports even more, the NCAA allows 13 men's D1 basketball scholarships, 85 FBS D1 football scholarships, then 15 women's D1 basketball, 12 women's D1 gymnastics, 8 women's D1 tennis, and 12 women's D1 volleyball scholarships. Those are the only guaranteed athletic full rides of all college sports. Wow, only 145 guaranteed full ride college athletic scholarships for six D1 only sports. Do you wonder how come I talk about academics all the time? Now don't despair, the other D1 sports have scholarships, but just not usually full scholarships. These are called equivalency sports. Equivalency sports have a set number of scholarships available, set by the NCAA, that can be given or split into smaller scholarships for a larger number of players to make up a team. Coaches divide the scholarships to fill their team the best way they can. Other scholarships can be combined to help pay for more of the student-athlete's tuition and other college expenses. Here is a long list of D1 equivalency sports and how many scholarships the NCAA allots them for each sport. D1 Baseball, 11.7 scholarships. Men's D1 Cross Country and Track and Field, 12.6. Men's D1 Fencing, 4.5. Football, FCS, 63. Men's D1 Golf, 4.5. Men's D1 Gymnastics, 6.3. Men's D1 Ice Hockey, 18. Men's D1 Lacrosse, 12.6. Rifle, which is a co-ed sport, 3.6. Men's D1 Skiing, 6.3. Men's D1 Soccer, 9.9. Men's Swimming and Diving, 9.9. Men's D1 Tennis, 4.5. Men's D1 Volleyball, 4.5. Men's D1 Water Polo, 4.5. And Men's D1 Wrestling, 9.9. Then there's Women's D1 Bowling, 5 scholarships. Women's D1 Beach Volleyball, 6. But if the school does not have a regular indoor volleyball team, then 8 scholarships. Women's D1 Cross Country and Track and Field Combined, 18. Equestrian, 15. Women's D1 Fencing, 5. Women's D1 Field Hockey, 12. Women's D1 Golf, 6. Women's D1 Ice Hockey, 18. Women's D1 Lacrosse, 12. Women's D1 Rowing, 20. Women's D1 Rugby, 12. Women's D1 Skiing, 7. Women's D1 Soccer, 14. Women's D1 Softball, 12. Women's D1 Swimming and Diving, 14. Triathlon, 6.5.
Women's D1 Water Polo 8. Whew! Did you get all that? Please go back and find your sport and see how many scholarships are allowed and then do some research and look at your sport's roster size. I know D1 Baseball can only travel up to 35 players from their roster and they get only 11.7 scholarships. Are you getting the picture now? When someone says they are a scholarship athlete, they are probably not a full athletic scholarship. Also, a school or a conference may have a cap on the number of scholarships they give. Examples are the Ivy League, which is a D1 conference, but they as a conference don't award athletic scholarships. And the U.S. service academies like Army, Navy, Air Force, and Coast Guard do not award athletic scholarships. But all students receiving an appointment to the academies have their tuition paid in full for their commitment. Also, if a school gives $1 in athletic money, money that the general student population could not get, then that counts toward the scholarship count. So most equivalency sports scholarships are 15 to 25 percent or up to make it count and to entice the student athlete to come to that program. Let's just take a pause and let me say that the student athlete and their family does not have to be an expert on all the recruiting rules and all the scholarship rules. But getting to know as much as you can, especially about your particular sport, is very important. Being able and willing to ask questions to coaches about scholarship options is hard, but it is essential. We have covered Division I. Now let's jump into the Division II level. Division II has more than 300 NCAA colleges and universities. There are over 120,000 student-athletes that compete for 25 Division II various national championships. D1 has 26 national championships. The average percentage of the student body on campus at a D2 school that are student-athletes is 10%. Division I's percentage is only 4% because the average enrollment in a D1 school is almost 9,000 total undergrad students, and the average D2 enrollment is 2,500 undergrads. These stats are provided by the NCAA.org website and show that Division II programs are a great option for a potential college student-athlete. All D2 sports are equivalency sports. Again, meaning most sports get a limited number of full scholarship money that can be split up over a larger number of student-athletes. So these split-up or partial scholarships can be given along with academic, other grants, and scholarships. Let's go through the list of sports in the Division II level and how many scholarships are allotted to each sport by the NCAA. Division II baseball gets nine scholarships. Division II men's basketball gets ten. Division II men's cross-country and track and field, 12.6. Division II men's fencing, 4.5. Division II football, 36. Division II men's golf, 3.6. Division II men's gymnastics, 5.4. Division II men's ice hockey, 13.5. Division II men's lacrosse, 10.8. Division II Rifle, which is a co-ed sport, 3.6. Division II Men's Skiing, 6.3. Division II Men's Soccer, 9. Division II Men's Swimming and Diving, 8.1. Division II Men's Tennis, 4.5. Division II Men's Volleyball, 4.5. Division II Men's Water Polo, 4.5. And Division II Men's Wrestling, 9. 
On the women's side for the Division II, the NCAA designates 10 scholarships for Division II women's basketball. Division II women's beach volleyball gets 5. Division II women's bowling, 5. Division II women's cross country and track and field combined, 12.6. Division II women's equestrian, 15. Division II women's fencing, 4.5. Division II women's field hockey, 6.3. Division II Women's Golf, 5.4. Division II Women's Gymnastics, 6. Division II Women's Ice Hockey, 18. Division II Women's Lacrosse, 9.9. Division II Women's Rowing, 20. Division II Women's Rugby, 12. Division II Women's Skiing, 6.3. Division II Women's Soccer, 9.9. Division II Softball, 7.2. Division II Women's Swimming and Diving, 8.1. Division II Women's Tennis, 6. Division II Women's Triathlon, 5. Division II Women's Volleyball, 8. And Division II Women's Water Polo, 8. As you can see, NCAA Division II gives you a large number of opportunities to play. Division II can provide playing your sport at a high level in great facilities at high academic schools for a highly prized conference or national championship. Division II rosters are sometimes larger than the Division I roster. An example is D1 baseball average roster size is 36 players, according to NCA.org. And a Division II baseball average roster size is 42. There may be less scholarships in Division II, but there also may be more player opportunities. I will continue to flood you with more NCAA Division I and NCAA Division II information in the next episode. I hope you can take this episode's information and create some questions and do some research. See the episode notes for links to all the athletic governing bodies we have talked about. Next week's episode will cover NCAA Division III, NAIA, and the junior college or JUCO level with stats and information. Recruit Me families can get a hold of me at brent at recruit-me.com. I would love to hear from anybody that is listening with questions or comments about the podcast. Make sure to check out the free recruiting power pack. It is a must for every high school sports family. You get instant access to three resources by signing up at recruit-me.com. Be sure to check out the Recruit Me 3.0 at recruit-me.com backslash system. It's the new Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship System. Listen next Tuesday for another information-packed 15 minutes and part two of a full-ride scholarship information overload.